Transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in healthcare delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. Our topic today is neurodevelopmental disorders, studying the clinical impact of genomic sequencing. My guest is Dr. Sarah Soden. Dr. Soden is the director of the Center for Pediatric Genomic Medicine at Children's Mercy Kansas City. Dr. Soden, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. So how many kids in America um, are affected by neurodevelopmental disorders? Well, it really depends on how you define them. So um, when we think about uh, more severe neurodevelopmental disorders like intellectual disability or uh, children who meet full criteria for autism, uh, the number is probably around 3 three or 4 percent. Um, and then if we begin to think about uh, individuals with milder disabilities such as language disorder or even ADHD, then we get above 10 percent uh, in terms of, of number. And I know what you're focusing a lot now um, on is this is genomic sequencing. And so why don't we start off with what exactly is genomic sequencing and why is it so important in your opinion? Sure. So um, as, uh, as most of our listeners probably know, the, genome, the Human Genome Project really transformed our understanding of uh, gene sequencing and, and um, the human genome in general. Uh, for example, we thought there were um, maybe 30, 40, 50,000 genes. Now we know there are only about 20,000 genes that people have. Um, and so even on a very fundamental level, some of our knowledge has changed dramatically. Um, but more sort of importantly for medicine, what the Human Genome Project began was this revolution in technology. And so now we have um, the capability in institutions like ours of sequencing a person's genome or just their genes, which we call the exome, um, for a cost that is relatively comparable to other types of commonly used uh, genetic testing. And so, and so now when we have a patient who comes in uh, with a, a set of symptoms and an unknown reason for those, we can um, perform what we call exome usually or sometimes genome sequencing and oftentimes get an answer for that family. In the past, individuals with rare diseases um, or hard-to-detect genetic diseases would sometimes go decades without an answer, um, which can be very difficult for a family and oftentimes never get an answer. And so we're really changing that now. We're, being, we're able to, to give that family a reason uh, for the symptoms that they're dealing with and allow them to sort of get past that uh, asking of why and, and move on towards just really focusing on the child and what they need to do to meet the child's needs. So, Dr. Soden, in, in the adult world, what we might do is um, look at something like depression or anxiety, and we can discover uh, polymorphisms that are common to that population of patients, and then we could look at somebody's DNA, we can sequence it, look for those polymorphisms, and, 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 and let that patient know you might be at an increased risk because you have that association. How does it work exactly? How does genomic sequencing work exactly for children with neurological disorders? Yeah, so what we're, what we're really looking for is, um, is something quite different than what you've described, which is a very sort of powerful tool as well. But what we're looking at are inherited diagnoses. And so 
Um, for example, when I sit down in front of a variant file, uh, and that means when we run someone's exome or genome, we get a file uh, that our bioinformatic tools give us of all of the places in that person's genome that differ from the reference. The reference is what's considered the normal. Um, and so what I'm looking for there are the rare variants, the ones that maybe only my patient has or maybe one or two other cases have. Those are the kinds of variants that I'm interested in. So a polymorphism, which by definition is in more than 1% of the population, would be something I would actually filter out immediately and instead be looking for the very ultra-rare mutations. When we think about severe inherited diseases, um, we think about very rare mutations. And and so with all that information now at your fingertip, because that's really what this is, right? It's just a it's a database of a person's you know genome. It's so much information there. What exactly as a clinician do you do with that? And and what are we able to do with that now? And where is this going in the future? So it really depends on the circumstances. Um, that brought the patient to testing and the sort of circumstances around uh, the initiation of that testing. And so what I mean by that is um, we have some patients that we sequence uh, because their physician ordered clinical testing, ordered diagnostic testing. Um, And in those cases, if the physician ordered the entire genome to be sequenced, all of the genes uh, and the stuff in between, then um, we would require that a genetic counselor be a part of that ordering process and spend a sufficient amount of time with the family to find out, do you just want to know the answer? Do you just want us to go looking for the cause of your child's symptoms? Or do you also want us to give you some information back about risk factors? So if there's a significant genetic change in a cancer predisposition gene, for example, there's a certain list um, that clinical labs are expected to provide information back on to families who want that. And then the family has the opportunity to choose, do we or don't we want that information? Um, So in those kind of cases, we might be looking for the diagnosis and looking at some other genes. In other situations, and what we do a lot of here at Children's Mercy, um, is called symptom-driven testing. And so in those cases, what we do is the sequencing is the same, but the analytic process um, filters out all genes that have nothing to do with the patient's symptoms. And so what we're doing as an analyst, and and it's still a massive data set, although smaller, uh, is that we're just looking at those variants, those changes, that are in or around genes that might have something to do with the patient's symptoms. So it really depends. So my guest is Dr. Sarah Soden. She's the director of the Center for Pediatric Genomic Medicine at Children's Mercy, Kansas City. Dr. Soden, tell us a little bit more about the center that you direct, uh, the professionals involved, and and where you see your your center going in the future. Sure. So um, one of the things that's uh, really just fun about being part of this center is that we have a very integrated research and clinical programs. And so the clinical testing that we offer all was developed under research protocols, and we continue to perform a variety of different research protocols so that we can keep pushing the envelope. So just an example is one of the really cool things that our lab is working on right now is something called single cell sequencing, um, which is a type of sequencing that really helps determine um, if there are different populations of genetic changes in different cells in the body. Uh, So one tissue may have some cells that have one uh, genetic code and 
other cells that have another. And so we're always doing that sort of, we call it R&D, you know, our research and development. And that happens all of the time um, and is really fun and keeps it interesting for us. And then at the same time, we're able to take those technologies as they evolve and bring them to, cl- to the clinical world. And so that physicians and patients um, who are a part of Children's Mercy have access to, you know, the latest and greatest uh, sort of cutting edge testing. Yeah, really, we're at the cutting edge, aren't we, or the, or the tip of the iceberg with understanding the genome and exactly how to apply everything you're doing in the lab to, to the clinical world. And I think you're right, it is exciting, and it, it probably is a lot of fun for you. Dr. Soden, thank you for the work that you're doing, and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you're you. listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Michael Smith. Thanks for listening.